Greetings, Earthlings! Welcome to the Beyond the Tinfoil Hat, a podcast by the Experiencer Support Association. I'm your host, Jamie Delzel, and I want you to join us for a trip down another rabbit hole where we find all kinds of unusual and unexplained phenomena. Remember, the first 30 minutes of the show is absolutely free and available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Head over to Patreon and catch 30 minutes and beyond of extra audio as we dive even further into today's topics exclusively for our subscribed fans with top secret clearance. Now let's dive right in. All right, and we're back. It is May the 7th, and uh, it's Jamie Delzel here, and we have our guest from last week. We're going to continue where we left off. I got the fantastic Richard Palmasano. How are you doing, Richard? Great. Great to be back. How are you, Jamie? I'm good. Awesome to have you back, man. Really excited. Um, so last week we got into a lot of stuff, but we kind of ended on a, on a fun little note um, where we teased uh, on taking taking uh, taking on part two and a continuation this week. So I'd love to get into this with you. Unfortunately, we don't have Ryan with us tonight. Uh, I know that you guys would be. <laughs> would be going right at this it would be pretty interesting but I'm, I'm definitely excited to hear what you have to say about uh maybe some conspiracy going on in this whole uh coronavirus covid situation uh, yeah i mean you know conspiracy theories are are, are everywhere okay. i mean there's a, a lot of different thoughts on it um i think the biggest thing I, I look at is, um, you know, typically with governments, you have a lot of secrecy. There's no transparency. Um, for every one thing they tell you, the, there's 10 things that are uh, classified that you can't hear about. So that inherently creates conspiracy theory. Um, so the biggest thing that concerns me, I guess, is um, 197 countries have signed up for uh, UN Agenda 21. And yet you don't really hear about it. Media doesn't talk about it. The government doesn't mention it. And yet we're all participants while working to a particular goal that nobody knows what that goal is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's You can search it, and it's really, uh, when you when you find Agenda 21, it's very flowery, you know, rainbows and unicorns. And they don't really explain how they're going to meet a lot of these objectives. Uh, sustainability, um, health for all. Uh, you know, wealth for all. So when when you start looking at that, I mean, the UN has tried to, you know, for an example, uh, the UN has tried to help uh, South Africa for decades, mm-hmm. and they're no better today than they were 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 40 years ago. So how how does this agenda work, and how are we, are we going to benefit from it? So when you start looking at what's happening today, you can see a lot of what's occurring currently with this pandemic and how it fits into this Agenda 21. Mm. Uh, For example, redistribution of wealth. Well, we're plunging the the entire global economy into the toilet, Mm -hmm. and that's redistribution of wealth. So the rich will get rich, and uh, mom and pop will be out of business. Right, and that's happening all over the place already, right? That's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got to ask yourself, in the middle of a pandemic, you'd think there'd be enough to do, enough to worry about, uh, but this is a particular time we should go after everybody's guns. Not mm. just here in Canada, the United States, all over the world. We're, 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 everybody seems to have the same agenda, which is weird because usually countries don't have that same mindset. Right. So it's it's almost like this is part of the objective, and everybody needs to do it right now. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, they've introduced the idea, the hint that Corona uh, virus could be on money. So part of the Agenda <laughs> Twenty One is a cashless society. So they've already it's a training process, right? Right. We're going to tell you this slowly. It's dangerous to use money. So when the idea that comes up, hey, we should just go to a cashless society, we're basically doing it now. It's not a 
far reach. Uh. But don't forget the Economic uh, World Forum uh, discussed this four years ago and how to make a cashless society under Agenda 21 by 2030. So this pandemic is accelerating this whole process. You know, you don't want to waste an opportunity. Right. So here's a great opportunity. We're already seeing um, our rights being stripped away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're seeing increased surveillance and the talk of more surveillance. Now they want people to, to you know, find processes where we can trace you, track you, do all these things. So all these things are, are working. They're already hinting about food shortages. Mm-hmm. Right? We're, we got to close down. So that's another process that's part of Agenda 21. So what they have to really do to force the issue is it's got to be your idea. And your idea has to be, we need a better world. Well, you're not going to like it, but yeah, we could do that. It's going to be under a one world government. It's going to be led by the UN and, and all these things are going to be imposed. People think it's great, right? We're going to somehow fix the world. Somehow we're going to fix the environment. Um, but they're not going to like the way it's fixed. Uh, they have no idea. They think it's going to be magical. Mm-hmm. And most people don't realize that. I, you know, if you, if you look at most people, um, they don't get it. Uh, you see this in the, in the bailouts and the money handouts and stuff, and people are lining up. They, you know, I just, well, oh, government's giving away money. <laughs> and right. this is the mindset. There's right. no such thing as free. Somebody's paying for it. Yeah, or you're going to pay for it down the road. Mm-hmm. And this is the way they see Agenda 21. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful world. It's going to always be nice and sunny, 72 degrees. It's going to be great food on the table. <laughs> mm. No, that's not the way the world works. Can you go so, yeah, in? There's a, Sorry. Uh, so Agenda 21, can yeah. you just go into that a bit? Like, So when was that? Um, kind of brought into your attention, or like when did you learn of and and, and what yeah. and what is it if if you can? Yeah, sure. So anybody can Google Agenda Twenty UN Agenda mm-hmm. Twenty One for yeah. Twenty Thirty. So what Agenda Twenty One means is uh, the United Nations Agenda for the Twenty First Century mm-hmm. to be instituted by Twenty Thirty. So. What they have is um, 197 countries signed into it, and it's um, basically how to fix the uh, the environment. We want to because they're you know they're demonstrating that uh, global warming is occurring. Although mm-hmm. I think that's kind of fictitious myself, but uh, a lot of scientists believe that too. Mm-hmm. And if you if you really research it, the, the it can go either way. I'm not saying it's not happening. We are destroying the planet. There's yeah. no doubt about that. But is global warming a man-made situation? Uh, I, I don't believe it is. Hmm. Uh, there's, you know, the scientists look at this, and, and the, the ones that are selling it to you aren't including a lot of factors. Right. They're leaving those factors aside, right? Like moisture in the air. Well, that's a that's a huge greenhouse effect. Mm-hmm. Right, H two O is a or a, yeah, H two O is, is a major greenhouse gas. Um, they just discovered that there's a lot of uh, what do they call it? Um, like not dirt, but uh, some kind of uh, particles in the air that uh-huh. are, are are making a massive contribution to this. Now we're never factored in. And even if you go back and you say, well, 97% of the scientists agree, they don't actually agree because you can't um, try and find that survey. Hmm. It's impossible. It doesn't exist. So it's a made-up thing. What it means is 97, when they were asked in the survey, you think that the, the world is changing and the, the world environment's changing and, and, and things like that. Yeah, 97% agree. <laughs> But if you were to look harder, does man 
create this problem through fossil fuels, 97% didn't agree to that. So they're, they're manipulating the statistics to give you their answer, the one they want you to look at. So mm. is the weather being manipulated? Are things being manipulated on the planet to make it appear that it's worse than it is? I believe so. Um, they say it's a conspiracy theory that weather manipulation doesn't exist. But right. I just did a blog on it, and after serious research, it does exist. I found information regarding, uh, and, and I'm not talking about uh, conspiracy websites. I'm talking right. about serious research um, from memos from the, the Weather Network. Uh, meteorological uh, divisions that are, are talking about weather modification. I'm talking about that there's a, uh, a treaty between the United States and Canada on weather modification and that, that they would share information on this. Um, there's the uh, Federal Informa uh, Weather Modification Act in Canada. Huh. There's uh, NOAA has hundreds and hundreds of reports of weather, weather modification. There's companies out west that advertise for weather modification and, and cloud seeding. Uh -huh. There are actual companies paying taxes and doing it. The CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency, if you go to their website and look up weather modification, they have hundreds of reports. So it's not some conspiracy theory. This is this is actual stuff. Hmm. So if they're doing this, we see we don't have all the information. Right. Somebody says, "Hey, it's bad weather. We should do something about this." Well, maybe a carbon tax. <laughs> okay, but hold on, I don't have all the information. If it's possible that you're manipulating the weather to make it worse than it is, and not telling me for some reason, then how can I make an informed decision? on weather modification or what's going on in the world. Um, you see these massive floods, whether it's out in the rural areas or in the city, you have to remember they control uh, sludge gates in the sewers. Mm -hmm. It's simple. Uh, don't tell me we've never had bad snow and that runoff is melted and never produced floods in, in the past, but now it's devastating. Right. Or, or that uh, we've had serious rainfall in the city, never had a problem, but today, oh, everything's underwater. So how is that occurring? I remember as a kid, the, the snow was four feet deep. Right. You don't see that. This right. Year, the best it was, maybe two feet of snow. Mm -hmm. We're having flooding problems. But when I was a kid, it was four feet deep. Never had these problems. So what's what's driving those floods? Hmm. That's very we true. We just don't have all the information. And we have very short memories. And we think, oh, yeah, last year was the worst year on record. No, it wasn't. It was very moderate. It wasn't overly hot. It wasn't overly cool. There wasn't a ton of rain, except I would notice every time the planes went by and left the chemtrails in the air, that it would rain within 24 hours. Hmm. And I... I, I'm retired, so I got a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> and I got some great photos uh, of these uh, planes putting uh, chemtrails out. And you can tell it's a beautiful blue sky, nothing up there. Uh, gorgeous day. They start around 7 in the morning, and by uh, 9 o'clock, it's overcast. Huh. So, you know, contrails, they usually last. They can last up to 30 minutes, but average is about 15 minutes. It's just condensation, blows in the wind, it's gone. Hmm. These things hang in the air and they spread out and they, they create a, like a, almost like a fog uh, at altitude. It's, it's bizarre to watch. And then, of course, there's, there's you know, you have to understand that there's um, uh, planes use specific routes. 
So you have a flight path. And it's, you know, normally across Canada, it's east-west. Um, but I've got photographs where these planes are crisscrossing the sky. It, it, you would think that'd be dangerous if you're going east-west and then the north-south at the mm -hmm. same time. And some of these are visually close to each other. So you got to ask yourself what's going on. Huh. But until somebody, you know, is honest and says, hey, if we're doing it, this is what we're doing, this is what we're trying to achieve, you really don't have all the information to make an informed decision. Right. So, and this is what creates and fuels uh, conspiracy theory. Yeah, well, and there is so many, and it makes sense, right? There is definitely a lot that we are not, uh, a lot of information that we're not privy to. Um, mm -hmm. Again, uh, it's hard to even talk about it it's awesome i love that you clearly do a very good research and um it sounds like you dive pretty deep into a lot of your stuff um uh, where can well, I, where yeah. where do you usually do your your blogs and your writing i put it up on facebook i put it on until they shut me down yeah. <laughs> i put it on facebook but cool. you know i it's i don't put it up there as gospel it's my opinion from the research I've done. And I, I really encourage people to go and do their own research. That's what it's all about. It's same with investigating the, the, the supernatural. Right. Um, what I find for me tells me certain things. Uh, don't take my word for it. I want you to go look at it. That's, that's what it's all about. Use mm -hmm. your brain. That's what it's for. It's one of the greatest inventions in the history of, of humankind is the brain. There's nothing, nothing can beat that. And you should use it to find out things that affect you. Um, just don't, you know, don't line up to drink the Kool-Aid. Right. <laughs> Go figure it out and make an informed decision. And if you can't get to the, the bottom of it, <laughs> something, something's definitely wrong. It's either the environment's gone haywire and we need to fix it, or somebody's manipulating it to push you in a certain direction. And that's usually the case that, that I'm finding. Hmm. So back to uh, Agenda 21. Um, yeah. So you figure probably, I, I'm just going to go on a limb and, and figure that a lot of all, all this stuff is um, correlated and, ha and is pushing that agenda. Oh, absolutely. It all fits in. It's, um, you know, is it 100%? I don't know. I mean, if it's not, I'm wrong. I'd rather be wrong than than say this is going to actually happen because it's terrifying. Right. Um, people aren't going to like what's coming. This is <laughs> this is the end times. Uh, seriously, because uh, think about sustainability. People mm. think, oh, sustainability. Well, what does that mean in actuality? Well, they've already said it's not sustainable to have cows and pigs and chickens and so sustainability if you're if you're spending what did they say the, the other day um just in canada to feed our feed the the, the cattle mm -hmm. i think it was in alberta just to feed the cattle is a hundred thousand dollars a day wow just in alberta so if you think about that it's not sustainable how much how much are we using to keep livestock just alive um tens of thousands of gallons of water and in the food that they use. Right. So sustainability, no, that's not going to happen. So think about that. When you sit down to dinner after this is over, mm. you're not going to recognize what's on your plate because we're not going to be fishing anymore. That's not sustainable. We're not going to be having uh, meat, any kind of meat. We're not going to have any kind of poultry. So I think what you're looking at is what um, scientists have been pushing for the last few years is uh, meat that's grown in a laboratory, um, more plant-based uh, protein. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're going to have a plate of goo and that's your dinner. Uh, sustainability means you can't have a cottage, you can't have a trailer, you can't have a vacation spot. That's not sustainable. You can't have pets because somebody's got to farm and grow food for that pet. That's not sustainable. So 
get rid of your pets. No more dogs, cats, birds, whatever you would like to have. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. And no more rural living. You know, the planet has to heal. So anybody that lives in the country, you got to move to the city. You're going to be living in little boxes uh, with barely any room. And this is why China is uh, one of the models that they just love. And this is why everybody, all the all the uh, globalists love China. Mm. This is they're already doing it. And you see them in a hundred, you got a hundred square foot room, right? You got your bed and you got a little tiny dresser and that's all. That's all you have, right? So, and they, they just stack them and pack them. And then <laughs> you get up dutifully and you go to work and you come home and, and that's it. And you work. Mm. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a scary time, right? My yeah. prediction is, and I, I'm hope I'm wrong, but my prediction is they're going to, you know, what's the new phrase now? Uh, double your bubble. Uh, double your bubble. So, you, you know, you're living in a bubble mm-hmm. in the pandemic. So now they're saying, well, we're going to relax things. So you can double your bubble. You can introduce yourselves to another family or just from friends. Uh, maybe some will open up the shops, do some stuff. But my, my prediction is we're going to be hit by a devastating second wave. Yeah. That second wave is going to hit us hard. And uh, we're going to go back to the way things are, only worse. Hmm. Uh, they're going to they're going to introduce the Emergency Measures Act. The military is going to come in, um, tracking, uh, forced vaccinations. They're really going to try and get a handle on it. Hmm. Um, you're going to see more more uh, the removal of all weapons, any any guns that people use. Uh, it won't be in hunting. It won't be you know you just give them up. Um, we're eventually going to become so bankrupt that the only the only other option is now we have to hand our sovereignty over to the United Nations. Hmm. And that's end game. One world government. And then, so what's what's the outcome of that? Oh, one world government. Yeah. Well, that's a systematic uh, murder of seven billion people. Hmm. That's sustainability, right? They've been saying it for years, for years, right? Wow. Too many people on the planet. We need yeah. to go to what's the comfortable, what's the com- comfortable number? Half a half a half a billion, five hundred million people is comfortable. Wow. Well, that means seven billion too many. So we have to call seven billion people. It's never to rich people, right? They'll they'll tell you that there's too many people, but they're popping kids out all the time. Look at the royal family. They're <laughs> yeah. constantly saying there's too many people. Hmm. But they have no problem popping out kids because in eugenics, and this is what it's all about, we're going back to eugenics, which is Bill Gates is you know, his dad was a huge proponent for eugenics. Is these people are so far above us that we're looked at as simple uh, you know, creatures, mm-hmm. right? orangutans and, and ants, right? So right. you can do whatever you want with this. It just it doesn't matter, right? It's no big loss. Hmm. So that's sustainability in a nutshell. Um, get rid of the majority, and then the world uh, can go back to being normal. Oh. And, uh, but it, it's going to take time. I mean, you know, if you look at Nazi Germany, it was. It took them a lot of work to get rid of uh, six million uh, Jews, right? All right. So to get rid of seven billion people, it's going to take a lot of work. And so you start, you start, you start small, right? You try and, and this is what they're trying to do right now is break that bond with the elderly because that's what this thing is, right? What did they call it? The the boomer remover. Yeah, I haven't heard that, yeah, but that's so, that's fair. Yeah, so it's it's killing off. Um, if you look at all the deaths in Canada, yeah, uh, 82% coming from uh, care care facilities and old age homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and the rest are, are underlying uh, serious conditions. People with respiratory problems, heart yeah. disease, chemotherapy. Yeah. So nobody, nobody like you and me are going to die from this. It's it's very mild. It's right. the people with serious uh, situations. In their, in their health that are dying 
and then we're not protecting them. Right. It's, so. um, it's, yeah, it's so well, I, I try to just keep my mind open and avoid the conspiracy thoughts, but they, they are pretty, if you look, I mean, it's, it's, there, there's some pretty evident stuff going on and that's, that's the thing right from the get go. Like, is it, is it not a little strange that this, that this disease is just kind of like preying on the elderly and like, isn't it like, it's not sort of, I don't know, just a lot of things that don't really add up, you know, like it's just. Well, no, but there's a lot of designer diseases out there. I mean, right. the United States government's been working on for decades. Um, I mean, they have some serious stuff, very serious stuff. Well, yeah. you can, you can, you can get a profile. Um, and this is why when Hillary Clinton was secretary of state, she asked her foreign diplomats to collect DNA samples from other diplomats and, and uh, government leaders around mm-hmm. the world. Because you can take that DNA information, uh, look at it, find out what that particular person is uh, vulnerable to. Maybe they have a genetic marker that they, says that they might be uh, prone to particular cancers or other diseases. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you develop a designer disease to kill that particular person. Wild. You can release it in a room of 500 people, and that's the one person that's going to die from it. Because mm. it's designed specifically to target their DNA. Right. So when you get down to something that's just killing the the elderly, well, look at Canada and the United States, right? They've yeah. been squandering our pensions for decades. And now with the boomers coming up, I think the stat in Canada is uh, $2 billion a year um, in a backlog because Mm -hmm. they just can't keep up with the pensions. Right. So it makes perfect sense. Next year, you know, it's going to be a banner year. Hey, no pensions. Everybody's dead. (sighs) Pretty strange. I, I can't, I still can't get over where all this money's coming from, all the bailouts and, and everything. It's well, it's, like it, you it, said, it's... <laughs> it's more concerning, not where it's coming from, but who who do we owe down the road? Well, yeah. And what whose soul have we sold mm-hmm. for all this money? Right. Yeah. It's, it's uh... like, it's like money doesn't matter anymore. Oh, no, just right. it doesn't Right, just hey, who cares? Remember it all because uh, when we come out the other side, it won't matter. We have a new world government money, it's going to be you know, uh, whatever that you know, like the euro, yeah, um, it's going to be oh, one denomination globally. Hmm. So, all this stuff, all this, all this stuff will be forgiven, and we start in it fresh. That, that was my that was my honest first thought as soon as this happened. was and i i'll be be honest i'm not very very knowledgeable in, in a lot of this stuff but just thoughts uh, uh just initial thoughts on on it like is is pretty much like everything you're saying does not seem far off at all to me like it's it's it seems like the more likely scenario which is like yeah. you said scary but it, well i'm not saying i'm right i'm hoping i am wrong and right. if i'm wrong you know what? I get first to admit it. Um, I'd prefer to be wrong. Mm-hmm. But as an investigator looking at stuff, um, you know, I just make, uh, I just connect the dots. I follow the money. I follow the reasoning. And this is what where I'm being led. And, uh, yeah, it's terrifying to look at this stuff because, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, this is this is the beginning of the end. Man, and yeah, it's uh, yeah, like you said, I, I I don't. It's terrifying, but it doesn't seem that far off at all to me. Um, so, what are your thoughts? And I can completely see what you're talking about too, with uh, opening things up a little bit and then getting hit with a second wave. It, it to me, it just seems inevitable. Like that's. It, yeah. I really, again, same with you. I hope that I'm that I'm wrong, and these thoughts aren't aren't uh, are just you know 
Um, I'm, I'm a very optim, uh, optimistic person and uh, I always think yeah. on the bright side, but I, I just am seeing um, some, some, <laughs> some bad stuff going on, I think. Yeah, and so, you know, I'd like to, believe me, believe me, I, you know, I've got a lot of pokers in the fire. I'd like to, you know, get on with our lives, go back mm-hmm. to normal. Definitely. You know, I've got, uh, you know, I was offered a gig to teach at a local university on uh, ghosts and stuff. So, nice. and of course, that's that's dead in the water because of the pandemic. Right. I've got a book sitting at the publisher's house that hasn't been seen since I submitted it. Uh, because they're shut down because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would love to get back to normal, just, you know, and see where these things will lead. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's, right. you know, we're, everybody's, everybody's in the middle of this. Everybody's suffering somehow. Yeah. So, and I'm sure they are. Everybody wants to get back to normal. Right. But I don't see that. Um, this is, this is, you know, if, if I'm right, this is the greatest opportunity that they'll have to institute their agenda for, for a one world war. Hmm. And you know, globalists, why would you why would you miss an opportunity? Right. Take advantage, push the agenda, get it done. Right? It's only money. <laughs> right. Well, money's fictitious, right? Exactly. I've been oh, I've been saying that more. forever, and this was to me yeah. the the complete like okay, well, that, there it is. That's uh, I've been saying that for for years. I've been saying yeah. that forever, and then this to me proved it. Yeah. Well, people, a lot of people don't understand how money works. It's just fictitious. You need right. more, you go print it. Yeah. Right? And then you sell that. You sell that money to somebody else for collateral, and now that makes you richer and. They think they have money, but they don't. It's just, you know, it's a bunch of ones and zeros and, and somewhere in the cyberspace. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. No, I'm with you yeah. on that. Wild. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So scary stuff. So with this and everything going on, do you have like a, a time prediction on it at all? Well, uh, it was supposed to be instituted by 2030. Right. So it seems the pandemic is, whether pandemic was accident or, or man-made or whatever, or an accident or, or some guy ate some bat soup, I don't know. <laughs> right. But it would seem that this has presented the opportunity to accelerate that. So I would say end, the end game would probably be 2024. Wow. Give, give or take. Hmm. That's just a rough estimate, but yeah, it, yeah. It, things are happening fast. Yeah. A little quicker I mean, than. Well, well, a lot quicker actually. Yeah. So yeah, I think it'll, it'll be about six years ahead of schedule. Wow. Oof. Um, you, you will know the end game when it comes. Yeah. And that will be. You will sit down on your computer one morning, turn it on, and social media is gone. Hmm. And that will be the end game. Jeez, it's got goosebumps. That means, that's, yeah. Well, that means you cannot tell the next the next city over, the next town over, what's going on in your town. Right. You know? Well, uh, you can do it by email, but they can block that. You can do it on cell phones, but they can, they can jam that. Social media... Uh, you know, it's out there. I can say, hey, hey, the UN just pulled up in front of my house. What are they doing here? Right? Right. And then I go dark. Well, somebody that read that is going to go, what the heck's going on? And look into it. Mm-hmm. Social media, when I go dark, that's the end game. Man, that's, yeah, that gave me goosebumps because I've been saying that for a long time too, is that I, I my thoughts was... That, for the biggest pandemic that'll ever hit the world is the internet to go down. It, the internet runs out and I think the whole world will just, everybody will go bananas. Cause yeah. like it's, it's come to the point where, where people just can't live without it now. And like you said, right. it's, uh, I, I don't know. It's uh, well, I, I feel like it's bound to happen. Trained. Well, we're being trained. We're they're, they're giving us hints, mm-hmm. right? It's not, it's not going to be blindsided. They're giving us hints. 
They're already saying there's going to be food shortages. Right. And they're already saying we're going to take your guns away. Right. Well, yeah, imagine six minutes down the road, second wave's hit, grocery stores are gone, there's no food. Mm-hmm. And, well, the, the ones with guns, they're going to rule the neighborhoods. Right. Right? So yeah. at that point, they've lost control. Emergency measures is brought in. Canadians don't have, we don't have a big enough military force to cover the entire uh, country. Mm-hmm. So enter the United Nations. Right? We're going to have to borrow from them. Yeah, hey, you know what? Let's just give them carte blanche. Let them do what they want. Hand over the keys. Hand over sovereignty. And there you go. Oof. Well, for anyone still listening, I know you're probably terrified. Um, and, you know. <laughs> well, no, people are saying I'm nuts. And that's fine. I hope I am. <laughs> you know, I, I can live with that. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But I, I, that's just the way it looks. Right. And so, okay, I don't know if, if this is even, uh, um, you know, a uh, fair game or anything. So what would you do to prepare to that or what have you done? Is there anything you can say on that? Like, or is it just we're all fucked? <laughs> no, I really, what are you going to do? There's nothing you can do. Right. You know, uh, this is well-planned, well-orchestrated. They've mm-hmm. got all the military. They've got the money. They've got everything. They've got a, they've got a playbook. So really, what are you going to do? You know, even the guys that think, hey, I've got a bunker and six 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 months' worth of food. No. They'll right. just wait you out. And, and, and really, what are you going to do? Right. There's nothing to do. You're just going <laughs> to be a part of the game, like it or not. And uh, the way it is, hmm. you know, I'd rather be ghost hunting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding, you know, no kidding. Ignorance is bliss, I'm telling you. Ignorance is bliss. I wish I, I hadn't seen any of this. Yeah, you know, just, you know, walking around, looking at, looking at my cell phone, texting people, and not noticing anything going on around me. It'd be great. Well, and that's you know what? That's the thing, though, is that that uh, I, you know, her. again scary and sad to say or whatever but i think that 90 percent of the world is in that state we again i don't know we've been trained that way right yeah exactly don't forget exactly if you look at the statistics and you know you're i mean you see it every day in the grocery store on the highway wherever society's been dumbed down and they've done studies and since since the 80s the world has been dumbed down yeah you know um they don't want you to worry about it. They want you to don't ask questions. Just we want to be your 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 parents and your 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 counselor and and um, that's what the government is now. Yeah. Right. Don't worry about what we're doing. Just follow our, our direction. We'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. Um. But I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's the way it uh, the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's a strange, scary, weird time that we're living in, but it is, yeah. I mean, we're I think we're all guilty of, of this, really, I would say. Like, you know, the just technology and just, yeah, the, the way that everything's kind of been brought up now, it's it's just, it's wild. It's a wild world. Well, Things people, have changed so much so wanna, fast. People don't want to see this stuff. They don't want to hear about it. They don't right. want to see it. They just want to, right? I mean what's the best I mean the best way I can tell you what what most people are all about was Trudeau's platform to become Prime Minister of Canada was selling you drugs right mm, right and and Ford the premier of Ontario well his platform was cheap beer right right so that's it just go get high get drunk watch the game right. don't ask questions just you know what just relax mm-hmm Oh, and that right? drove me nuts and it still drives me nuts uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah well, well, that's what it's all about mm-hmm. just don't pay attention just do you know just do what we tell you to do um i mean the united states government came out last last year and and said uh 
people people that form conspiracy theories are terrorists. <laughs> right. Right. Conspiracy theories. I mean, they've sold the idea of conspiracy theories. There's a bunch of nut jobs. Mm-hmm. They're all nut jobs. But what do you tell conspiracy theorists? Um, how do you feel about them when some of the some of those conspiracy theories were actually true? Right. We we discovered that that they are true years later. Yeah. Right. Like all the all the biological, chemical, and nuclear tests that the United States government did on on their their own civilians. Mm-hmm. These were wild theories. People are nuts. What the? Oh wait, you mean it's real? You mean they were actually conducting syphilis tests on black men and not telling them and not giving them any treatment and and running it for a decade? No. Well, yeah, yeah, it was true. Or spraying biological weapons over San Francisco? No, how can that be real? Yeah, it's true. Or putting irradiated cornflakes on a shelf in a particular town to see how it reacts when kids eat it? Sure, let's try that. I mean, these were all under freedom of information. We found out they're all true. And yet those people that were crying wolf were nutjobs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When you allow a government to work within secrecy, constant secrecy, really, what do you know? Mm -hmm. How do you know anything? What do you... (laughs) You have to assume that they're honest, and we know that they're not. Right. They've proven that over and over and over again, and yet we give them carte blanche. Oh, no, you know, this one's going to be honest. This one's, uh, I trust this one this time. Yeah, the other 82, no, well, they were, yeah, they were, they were just bad, but this one, this one I'm going to trust. <laughs> That's the thing, you, like, who, how can you trust anything coming out of their mouth? I, I like. You can't. Well, that's the thing. You can't believe anything, really, right? You, or, or, or you have to believe everything. It's. Just... Well, there's one phrase I live by, and it's due diligence. Mm-hmm. You have a life on this planet. You you learn, you live, you go to school, you go to work, you, whatever. You raise a family. You... But you know what? Due diligence means don't take everything for face value. Find out. Don't look at conspiracy websites. Go look at real information, um, government websites. See what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like somebody said, oh, all these chemtrails. I, you know, this was years ago, and I said, nah, I don't know right. about that. That sounds weird. Come on. Yeah. When I go to a federal Canadian federal government website, and they have an, uh, a Weather Modification Act, and a treaty between the Canadian government and the United States government on weather modification, I take notice. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute, maybe there is something to this. And that's what starts you digging deeper. Find out the truth, because they're not gonna tell you. Right. And that's the problem. If they're hiding it from you, there's gotta be a reason. Why would you hide something like that? There's only, there's only bad reasons I can think about. Well, yeah. That... If it benefits, if these guys benefit, believe me, a, a government agency benefiting society, they're at the podium slapping each other on the back and telling you all about it. Mm-hmm. It's when they're doing something sinister that, hey, the podium's empty and nobody's talking. Right. And it's not cheap. So when they're spending money off the books to do something and keeping it from the public, well, then we've got a problem because that's my tax money going into something and I'm not being told about it. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly the same as Agenda 21. You've signed me up for this, like every Canadian, like every American, like every Brit, and you're not talking about it. Yeah. But if it's such a great thing, you'd be selling it every day. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, it's uh, pretty wild stuff. But yeah, I'm. Uh, 
I definitely appreciate all uh, all of your thoughts and all the uh, the research and stuff you put into it. And like you said, I really love that. That was a great thing. Just just do your due diligence. Like find out for yourself. Look into it. Don't just don't just take everything you hear at face value. Go. No. You know, oh take no, a look. you should never take things at face value. You should always go. Don't listen to me, but take <laughs> what I'm saying and say, okay, go prove me wrong. Please mm-hmm. let me know. Look me up on Facebook. Go, you're an idiot. I looked it up, and this is all nonsense. Perfect. Do you get a lot of that? Oh yeah, I get lots of it. I get all kinds of it. And do you do people? people want to know. Right. And do people have? Do do you get a lot of good, solid um, arguments the other way, or is it mostly just? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah? Sometimes they take over my blog, and they'll just they'll just argue amongst themselves. Um, but um but i have a guy and i i really like the guy i don't know him well i've met him once um but he he, he's i look at him as my devil's advocate right i'll say something and he'll come with with a great uh rebuttal and i i I love that Mm. um because like i i've said before you can't know everything Right. You know, you put your opinion out and you hope somebody smarter than you can come back and say, hey, no, you know why you didn't look here, or you didn't look at this, or that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. I love that. Right. If I'm wrong, like I said, I'll be the first to admit it. Um, and when I put the weather modification stuff up, he looked at it <laughs> and he, he had rebuttaled about it in the past. And I had, hadn't done my, my due diligence. You know, mm-hmm. I looked at it and I went, okay, this is happening. And he came back and he says, no, it's not. It's a conspiracy theory. It's nonsense. So I really did went to work on it. And he sort of pushed me in that direction. And I did my work. And I put this new blog up about weather modification. And he, he said, you know what? It looks like you're right. Hmm. So, you know, that that was great. That's cool. That was great for me. Because here's a guy that's he's a smart guy. He knows his stuff. And... Uh, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't shoot anything I put down because wow. it's there. It's, I, I didn't make it up. It's not coming from a, some poor source or a weak source. It's, these are sources that are actual, uh, like the CIA and the, and the federal government. And the, so, you know, and it, it, it's not like I made it up. Go, just Google it. It's right there. Wow. So, um, you know what? I'm just saying what I found. Here it is. And I put, you know, connect the dots and put it up. So, huh. believe it, don't believe it. It's, I'm not selling anything. I'm just right. saying what I found. Um, not that I can do anything about it, but you should be aware. Hmm. Right before you, yeah. before you, before you line up to drink the Kool-Aid, you should be aware of what's going on. And uh, if you if you're still comfortable with drinking the Kool-Aid, hey, go ahead. Hmm. That's awesome. Um, just a couple of things I want to touch on before, uh, before we go, this has been awesome. And I know you could talk about this all night and I, I could too, but we, uh, got to <laughs> keep it at a reasonable listening <laughs> time for, for people. Um, yeah. just a couple of things. So you mentioned that you have a book, um, that is waiting to be published right now. Well, that's the whole, I mean, Hopefully. I submitted it and, uh, yeah. You know, I think, and then they shut down because of the pandemic. But yeah. my hopes was, you know, hey, what are you doing at home? You should have took my book and read it. <laughs> right. <a> mean, <laughs> that'd be a good time to get it out there. That's all anybody can yeah, do right now. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> and is uh, is it a book on uh, ghost hunting, or is it on what's what? It, it is a yeah. It's a it's a it's a book on uh, an investigation we did on a on a an old property, and. Um, yeah, so it's our findings and some great photographs and awesome. um, very, very, very uh, disturbing uh, location. And the things that are going on there is uh, pretty, probably the strangest, some of the strangest things I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. So in, I'm hoping... Uh, in Canada? Yeah, it's in Ontario, Canada. Wow, interesting. Uh, out, out near Georgetown. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a, a fascinating property. It's got a long, long history. Uh, it used to be a church. Mm-hmm. 
and then it was sold off and became a bunch of different things. Um, very, very strange place. Um, uh, there are, uh, now I know people don't like the term, and I don't really like the term, but it would appear that there's a demonic force wow. on this property. And that's just because I have a lack of what else to call these things. Mm -hmm. And, um, but the type of force that it is and, and why we call it demonic, I guess, is because it has, I guess, bad intentions. Right. The human race. And that's basically it. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's got these bad intentions. It's got some kind of um, its own agenda, whatever it's up to. Mm -hmm. And uh, in this particular place, it seems to be collecting um, the debt. And uh, it's very, very strange. So if you have a, a connection to this property and you pass away, for some reason you're brought to this property. Wow. Uh, which is uh, very, very strange. To dis displace the dead like that is, is extremely significant. You know, the dead have a process. Yeah. Um, most dead, most people when they pass away will go home. Mm -hmm. um, it's no different than you're at work and you feel sick. You just want to go home. It's a safe place. It's comfortable and it's familiar. Yeah. It's no different when you, when you die. You just want to go home. But this thing is displacing the dead and it's taking them to this location. Weird. For some reason. Yeah. So I don't know if there's an indoctrination or this thing is building an army or I have wow. no idea. I really honestly don't know what its intention is, but it's not good. Wow. Um, no theory on that. Well, I don't want to get too much into what I'm, you know, I, don't I guess, give away the ending. I guess, I guess you go. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. No, I love that. Yeah. Let's leave it at that. Cause so I'm definitely looking but forward I'll to tell you, that out there. I, I, my research, I think I might have one of the only photographs of a demonic entity, and that will be on the book. Nice, that's yeah. amazing. That's a nice selling feature right there, man. <laughs> well, and I was just—I'll tell you—it was a scary thing because yeah. uh, we had different mediums on this property over the period of time we were there, which is over—we were over there uh, two, just over two years on this property. Wow! And the mediums were telling us that. Uh, there were things on this property trying to look like children. Oh. Um, and they do that because children yep. are supposedly innocent. And, you know, you want to you wanna save them, you want to nurture them, you want to be close to them. Mm -hmm. Well, this particular thing, you don't want to be close to. So one particular evening um, on this property is an old barn, very ancient barn. And uh, I went in there with one of my team members, and I said, listen, I'm going to pull this door open, take some shots. So he ready his camera. I pulled the door open, he snapped some shots at the interior. We went in. We didn't see anything. Mm -hmm. um, and then later he called me, and he said, hey, I just sent you the photograph. So I looked at it, and in the photograph is this entity hiding. It's hiding. And it looks like a child, but it's not a child. You can see its little fingers. It's sort of hiding behind this piece of sheet metal and you can see its little fingers on the sheet metal and it's peeking over. Mm -hmm. It's baring its teeth. Oof. Looks very disturbing. Now, I'm pretty good with photographs. My team's very good with photographs. Uh, I even have an analyst. And we looked this photograph over a hundred times. Uh, sometimes pixel by pixel. We, you know, we, we take it apart, we put it back together, we, we examine it thoroughly. Mm -hmm. It was a great photograph. And then um, there's a medium in the United States that I wanted to contact to get her take on the photograph. So I did it. I got a hold of her. I sent her the photograph, and she sent it back to me. She said, uh, you know what? Why didn't you tell me there's a demon in the photograph? Oh, well. And I said, well, hold on a minute. I told you there was an entity in the photograph. She goes, I'm talking about the one hiding in the background. I'm talking about the one to the left of it. Hmm. And it, I almost fell off my chair because nobody had seen this second image, which is 
to me is an impossibility, but nonetheless, it's there. So I went immediately, looked at the photo, and there it was. Once I saw it, I couldn't unsee it. Wow. So how the hell did it mask itself in a photograph from so many eyes? That's crazy. And then she points it out, and everybody sees it immediately. Wow. That is the most bizarre thing. I mean, have I seen odd things? Yeah, absolutely. I've seen things. I, You know, there's the things you can't explain, and then there's things that you just look at and go, how do you even talk about some things? Because like, it just sounds absolutely crazy. Mm. You know, we, we, we did a... There's a, there's a place, it's called the, the Guild of All Arts in Scarborough. Okay. It's on the bluffs. Mm-hmm. And city council asked us to do a, an investigation. And they embedded us overnight with a couple of Toronto Star journalists, one a photographer and one a writer. Mm-hmm. And we were running audio video surveillance. We were doing the investigation. And after the investigation, we, uh, the analyst was looking at all the footage. And <laughs> This is how bizarre things can get. He called me and he said, oh, you got to come and look at this. So I went to his place. We watched the, the film. It was on a second floor hallway. So there's an orb the size of a basketball. Wow. Comes up behind the camera, over the top of the camera, and then dips down, down the hall, and lands on the floor like jello. It's got every color of the rainbow in it, and it wobbles off camera into an open doorway in one of the rooms at the end of the hall. Wow. And it's it's spectacular, but the thing I can't explain is it had every color of the rainbow in it, and that particular camera was black and white. Wow. It just, you know, the strangest stuff happens and you just look at it and go okay so what's it mean and how do we explain this to people yeah you just can't you just can't there's just stuff that's beyond our comprehension that's wild i love i love that well i think we kind of spoke about last time that so my wife and i had a had a show so we've done some some ghost hunting and some investigations and that's awesome we we got some pretty awesome and compelling evidence uh, mm-hmm. But that's that's cool, man. I, I I'd love to see some of that. And I, I want. I can't wait for this to be over. When and if it if it is and when it is and whatever, we got to get together and do absolutely. some do yeah. some stuff. Yeah, you absolutely you know, come out and come out and have a barbecue and we do some show and tell. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That's amazing, man. I, oh, these these are. I mean, I know you could. We got to get you on more often because uh, I could sit here and talk to you all night. Um, the other things oh, that I. Film. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. You, oh, you, you got... first. Cool. So I, I got to go back and investigate a childhood home. Mm-hmm. Now, some people know that I was raised in the haunted house back in the early 60s. And that house stayed in the family for years and years. And when the house went up for sale, we had the, my brother had to go and renovate it. And it's very haunted. So we didn't want to miss the opportunity. We said, you know what, we're working here and it's empty. Why don't we put surveillance in the house? But we did. And um, we captured tons and tons of stuff. But this particular film is is over the top. Uh, So there's a, let me set it up for you. It's a long hallway, second floor. Uh, the camera's at the back of the house, looking down the hallway past the bathroom, uh, a bedroom, stairwell, and then to the front bedroom. So it's a long hallway. Uh, it's kind of narrow. It's an old house, 19, uh, 1899 it was built. It's got one 40-watt bulb hanging from the ceiling. It's under renovation. <laughs> so camera's running constantly. My brother, you know, he's uh, he's pretty brave. So he goes in there all hours of the day and night and changes. Uh, at that particular time, we were using VHS recording systems. Uh, digital wasn't out. So he went in, changed the tape, took the other one home, uh, did the review, called me immediately. He said, you got to look at this. So went over and looked at it. 
So what it is is a light uh, starts at the end of the hall, the far end, like a little crack. You can see this black line, like a crack when you're cracking it. Uh, up, go up the wall, and then the, <clears throat> and then the crack opens up into like gold light. It's just uh, tumbling and, and moving, and, and it's just amazing. And it's coming out of this crack in the wall, <clears throat> and then it. And then it fades and the crack closes. And then it rehappens about six or seven feet up the hallway. Again, the crack appears, it opens, all this light. It's fascinating. And then it closes and it moves up the hall again. It keeps getting closer and closer to the camera. The whole film is almost an hour for this thing to traverse the hallway. The, the most amazing thing is it's like a window opening up. And you can see images, things moving around, walking around, doing stuff in there. It's like, and then it closes, it's gone. But when you have all that gold, brilliant light, I mean, powerful light, like the sun, it's not reflecting on the hardwood floor. It's not reflecting on the baseboards, it's not reflecting on the walls, it's not reflecting off the ceiling, it's contained to this little area that's opened up. So, I think, you know how they talk about going to the light? Yeah. That's the light. I think this thing shows up randomly, and if you're a spirit and you're there, you have the opportunity to go. Whether you take that opportunity or not, it's up to you, your choice, completely your choice. But it's there. How often it'll come back, anybody's guess. But I think that's what we captured. That's is a cool. window to to the other side. That's amazing. Go if you want to go. That's cool. So um, I've had experts look at it. I've had uh, people that are that do um, TV and film uh directors look at it uh, they can't explain how it would be done um, I've had skeptics look at it they, they just scratch their heads um, it's it's because this light when it appears is outlined in black that comes out of nowhere it's it's an impossibility to, to fudge something like that wow so it's really amazing problem is I can't sell it for for documentary, I can't sell it for TV it's because it's almost an hour long. Right. Nobody nobody's got that time, right? How, how are you gonna how are you gonna fill it up on 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 a TV screen for an hour? Right. You just can't. So so it's sitting dusty on the shelf, and uh, you know what do you do? Wow, you got you must have some pretty cool stuff. That's dozens and dozens of photos, man. Dozens uh -huh. and dozens. Oh, I mean, some of these photos are so good you could pick you can pick the spirit out of a lineup if you were at the police station. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I we might. even have names, but I can't can't seem to find certain people. We have the photo and the name. They even gave us their name, their full name. Yeah. But I can't find them in history. I've even had the police run the name and they just can't find them. So it's bizarre. Huh. That's so strange. Uh, I'll probably kick myself for, but I'm gonna have to to chat with you offline and get some of these, see some of these pictures, man. I'm <laughs> so intrigued. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that we'll uh, we'll call her there. That was a great chat with you again, man. It's uh, an absolute pleasure talking with you, uh, and thank well, you so much for. That's too bad Ryan couldn't make it. Yeah. But uh, hey, what are you gonna do? But, hey, yeah, it's, I enjoyed myself. It's great. It's, it's probably a good thing because we would have been another few hours if, if Ryan was here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we'll uh, definitely. Everything's okay with the guy. Oh yeah, yeah, he's good. He's just working like uh, starting to get back into some some big work stuff. So yeah, overtaking him a bit. But, but yeah, we'll get uh, we'll get you guys back on together, and and I'll just sit back and let you guys go at <laughs> it. <laughs> no, you gotta jump in, man. That's 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 the dynamics. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a it's a, like I said, an absolute pleasure talking with you, and I can't wait to to chat some more. Yeah, 
Absolutely, James. I appreciate it. Awesome. Richard, well, thank you. And uh, we'll, we'll chat soon. Thank you all for listening and uh, we'll see you next week. That's it for another journey into the fringe. Thanks for joining us here on beyond the tinfoil hat. Catch us next week and follow us again into the realm of mystery and unknown. For access to the entire episode and more, head to Patreon and find us under the Experiencer Support Association. You can also follow us on Facebook on our page, the Experiencer Support Association, TESSA, and on Instagram, Beyond the Tinfoil Hat.